These things are not just statistics. These are actual events that happen to real people. Well, everybody, and I mean everybody, has heard the expression, a picture's worth a thousand words. What a miserable lie that is. That may be one of the dumbest things that has ever been uttered in the English language. A picture's not worth a thousand words. A picture's not worth a million words. If you'd never seen the Grand Canyon before, I could spend 20 million words trying to describe to you the Grand Canyon, and it would not get anywhere near what one simple photograph would be able to do for you. Pictures are invaluable. And so this is why screenwriters say, don't tell them, show them. This is why people say, pics or it didn't happen. And the reason is, unlike words, pictures, unaltered pictures anyway, are true. They're true on their face. It's it's actual and real. With all of that said, I'm Bill Whittle here with Steve Green and Scott Ott, and we're here to show you um, what has been called one of the most powerful political ads of all time. I certainly agree with it. I think it's something that is long overdue. Uh, just the setup, it's uh, from a group I think called Americans for Sanity, and all it does is use pictures. There's narration, but the narration's really just kind of telling you what you're seeing. So let's have a look at this ad and tell me if you think a picture's worth a thousand words. For nearly 30 years, crime was falling in the United States. No more. The national murder rate is at its highest in 25 years. The result of far-left policies that leave innocent Americans at the mercy of violent criminals. You've seen the images. Subway riders pushed onto tracks by the violently deranged. Stores being looted in broad daylight. Elderly women viciously beaten on the street and outside their homes. Gang shootings turning cities into war zones. Hardened criminals rampaging without fear. No fear of arrest. No fear of prosecution. No fear of jail. No fear of any consequence at all. Instead, you are made to live in fear. Woke progressive prosecutors are releasing dangerous predators before trial. Woke far-left politicians have allowed our streets and parks to be overrun with crime and drugs. Police have been made into the enemy and criminals into a protected class. Violent crime is up 21% in Washington, D.C., 35% in Chicago, 41% in New York City, and murders are up 207% in Portland. Cities in chaos, billions in property damages, lives and families destroyed. Stop the woke war on police. Stop the far-left assault on public safety. Stop the radical left-wing love affair with criminals. Stop the insanity. Citizens for Sanity paid for this ad. Steve, the reason that this ad is so effective, in my opinion, is is twofold. First of all, the whole picture's worth a thousand words. Things we hear about, oh, crime is up, this is up. Oh, somebody was mugged, somebody somebody ran over a person, you know, and you think, oh, somebody ran over a person, that's really terrible. But when you see a car actually swerve in order to hit somebody and knock them flying, that hits you on a level that goes straight to your heart and, and not through your head. And none of this stuff is on the news. And there are political reasons for this. And And the thing that's so powerful about this, I think, is like I said, a picture is true. This is, this is a, a collage of truth. This is reality. And this is the reality that people don't see ever. And when they finally do see it, 
most of them will have the same reaction I did, which is, oh my God, we are in some really deep pudding here. It's time we did something about this. Yeah. In fact, I came across another one uh, just this morning when I was putting together Insanity Wrap. I ended up not including it, but um, I've got a... Um, well, it's turned out to be a great source for a lot of things, but I put together a Twitter list of uh, war reporting, mostly so I can f- keep track of what's going on in Ukraine from some trusted sources and even some not trusted sources. You want to get both sides. And one of those accounts that I follow posted this video from New York. It's an actual car chase in New York City. Uh, one car chasing down another, forcing it onto the sidewalk. That car reverses, goes the other way. The other car does the same and forces it over. Guy gets out of the car that was doing the chasing, whether he's got a gun. Um, live, practically, in New York City. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago where we didn't have scenes like this. They just, they weren't happening. Certainly not often enough to to make a collage like the ones in this, in this ad. Um, those of us who are my age and older, I'm, I'm 53 now, um, we remember what our big cities used to be like in the, in the 70s and 80s and, and even the early 90s when, when crime was just accelerating. Um, my first visit to New York City was also the first time I saw a junkie overdose. Uh, <laughs> it was, a, it was a, we were getting on the subway and there's a guy leaning up against a column uh, well, he's sitting and leaning against a column and he's got a needle still sticking out out of his arm. He's shaking all over and there's a cop on each side of him, I guess, just waiting for uh, for paramedics to arrive. And the next time I visited New York, I was nearly 30 and it, it, it was a different city, Bill. It was it was clean. It was it was crime free. You could you, you didn't see that kind of thing on the subway. You didn't Walk see that Times kind of Square, thing at three in the morning Times with your Square. kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was just an amazing transformation. Just just remarkable. So in our living memory, we've seen what works and what doesn't. And in a remarkably short amount of time, um, this crime wave really didn't kick off until 2020. We have seen crime skyrocket to levels that we haven't seen almost since it first started to decline in the early 90s. And there are a lot of people out there who I think took for granted what it required to get a city like New York to where it was before Bill de Blasio. Um, My only worry is the voters who need to see this ad are the ones who are most likely to keep voting Democrat anyway. Now, Scott, I've known you a long time. I've got an idea what you're thinking. Not saying this is what you're thinking, but I've got an idea. (laughs) You may be thinking that you could make a video like this at any given year during the last, ever since there's been film. If you're going to talk about 60 seconds, you could find incidents of crime, violence, and so on at any given point in our history, put together 60 seconds and say, look how terrible things are. And whether you're going to say that or not, it needs to be said because that is that is a legitimate criticism of this kind of thing. But the two things that are that are important, I think, here are that this is showing us what the statistics are actually proving. 200% increase in murders in, in, in Portland, Oregon. And the, and the savagery of the attacks is what seems to me to be uh, unprecedented. There the have been, randomness, uh, uh, too. Yeah, the, the randomness. Stephen, I was in New York before New York became livable. And 
And mugging was mugging, and people would carry $40 in their front pocket, Scott, when they went down into the subway to give to the muggers because that was more than likely to happen. Yeah. Somebody says, give me your money. Okay, here you go. Have a nice day. This is this is entirely, entirely different. It's a completely different pathology. Do you see a genuine change in the nature of this crime? Do you think that there's not really that much more crime or do you think it's pretty much just business as usual? It seems horrible. It seems brutal. It seems frequent. It seems audacious. Uh, it, it, and But I don't have a a way to answer the theoretical question of how would this compare to, to time in the past? I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. And I think the ubiquity of uh, cameras that are monitor street corners and subways everywhere make it possible for us to string together a, a bunch of these. And, and some of these have been on news reports and certainly have been on the internet. So it's like, not like people are not aware of them, but I think that the rhetorical power of this ad comes in that it's one after another, after another, after another, everyone seemingly to be more brutal than the previous one, everyone seeming to be completely senseless. Uh, you know, and, and as you've talked before, it's like, where do you put the frame? Okay, we're putting the frame around this second and a half of a, a moment. We don't see what led up to it. We don't see afterward, but it's certainly in every clip of this thing seems like just an insanely senseless ambush attack, uh, whether with a car or with a fist or with a gun. Um, and it's horrifying. And I think it accomplishes its objective to get people concerned about that. I'm not sure it leaves us to like, okay, now what? Um, there's an indication that somehow it's it's woke district attorneys or attorneys general who have promoted this kind of activity. Um, there's certainly a linkage with the Black Lives Matter movement. They show protesters walking in the streets with the t-shirts and the banners and stuff like that. And so I think the indication here is that the prosecutors in various jurisdictions who have been trying to to coddle the Black Lives Matter movement leaders uh, may have gone soft on crime and therefore opened up our cities to this Gotham-esque uh, landscape of horror. Um, and and I think you're right. It's one of the most powerful political ads I've ever seen. I, I want to know, like, okay, now Committee for Sanity, what what do we do about this? What Who's the kind of person that you would run this ad for? For basically, you're attacking their opponent in a in a local election. So, who's what? What does the other guy believe about how to conduct the job that will counteract this? Um, because you've certainly laid the groundwork for a change, and now the question is, what do you want to see? Um, given that you know no prosecutor can prosecute every crime in the city, what do you want to see? Is it just another? Uh, you know, Rudy Giuliani era approach to policing, um, like in New York City, which uh, by many people's lights had a great success rate? Or is there some other thing that we're, we're trying to advance here? But I, I think you can't argue that this is a powerful piece that has laid the groundwork for, for something different. Yeah, I think you guys have covered a lot of it. The thing that seems to be different than in the past, number one is the savagery. Number two is the anonymity, just the sheer... I'm going to hit the next guy that's walking down the street. I'm not even going to hit him to take his money. I'm just going to hit him. Just going to hit him. One or of her. the things that I thought was, or her. Yeah, especially her. One of the things most powerfully uh, in that video was those shots that included masses of people rushing a store and taking everything. 
Individual muggings and street crimes have been happening forever. But this idea that you can simply walk into, into a store, have a flash mob into a store, clean it out and have no consequences whatsoever, that's new. And that is a result of woke left-wing attorney generals mostly who've been financed by George Soros. This isn't a mystery. I'm not making this up. However, I don't think that these attorney generals are, are so much uh, being kind to Black Lives Matter as they are to crime, that they that they... This is the left-wing agenda. I am virtually, po I hadn't thought about this until you guys started talking, but I'm virtually positive that one of the very few times I ever listened to any other pundit was I was driving and I think I was listening to Tucker Carlson. I think it was Tucker Carlson talking about the spate of, of carjackings and, and what was happening, especially in New Orleans. And he said there was one case where a woman was carjacked and she was she was uh, a victim of violence. She was completely traumatized. And at the trial, the mayor of New Orleans showed up to be a character witness for the carjacker. And this woman, this actually happened. I'm, I, I think there's no doubt about that. This extraordinarily left wing uh, mayor of New Orleans came because the, the carjacker, the, the person who committed this act of robbery and violence, had been in some program she'd been a part of or something like that. She came down as a character witness for the defendant. And, and the woman who was the subject of this act basically said, how am I supposed to feel about this, right? How am I supposed to feel? I live in the city. I'm a victim of a violent crime. And the mayor comes down to testify on behalf of the person that did this to me. This is what's actually happening out there right now. So Steve and I have both talked about New York and, and New York is, is, is absolute proof. We know that virtually all the major democratic cities, these murder pits where all of the nation's homicides occur. I, I'll put a link up to it. I did something called number one with a bullet. You find Plano, Texas has a lower murder rate than Belgium, lower than Switzerland, lower than, than any, any of these places. But these have been controlled by Democrats for 70, 80, 90 years. I think in Latin, it's 130 years. New York is the, is the thing that proves the case because New York is a place that had been run by Democrats, had that kind of murder rate, finally had a Republican administration come in, got rid of the crime, everybody's lives improved, and then slowly it's being eroded again. People will criticize an ad like this and say, oh, you're just ginning up uh, hatred and, and, and you're ginning up uh, hatred to black people by showing these crimes. Many, if not most of the people in this video were black. But the thing that needs to be remembered constantly, whether you're arguing about this or whether you're thinking about it, a, a community that is rampant with crime hurts black people primarily. A, a community where the law is enforced enthusiastically and strenuously is benefits black people primarily. Rudy Giuliani said it himself, that was the most brilliant thing he said. Rudy Giuliani has saved more young black lives than any person in the history of this republic. With the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln, he is absolutely right. By cracking down on crime in New York, he took New York out of the top murder spot in the country, and I think he took it out of the top 20. But we're bringing it right back up again. And ads like this are here to remind us that these things are not just statistics. These are actual events that happen to real people and have real world consequences. So don't deceive yourself with, with, with happy feelings next time you find yourself trying to make a decision about who or what to vote for when it comes to the safety of not just you, but all of your fellow citizens around you.
For Steve Green and Scott Out, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for the members for making this possible. We'll see you next time on Writing. Angle.